Hey, everybody. This is Dominic D'Angelo, WrestleZone.com, and it is episode 12 of WCW Rewritten, and we are live, live. So join on in, uh, get ready for the after effects of what went down this Sunday, this past Sunday. Well, quote unquote, this past Sunday is actually a week ago at Super Bowl Eight, and I am here with none other than the powers that be, Mr. Marcus D'Angelo, my DJ. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us here on WCW Rewritten. Uh, we've got the follow-up episode here to uh, Super Brawl Eight. A lot happened on Super Brawl Eight, Dom. Um, you know, most specifically, you know, I brought I brought back six. Yes, six pack is back in the Wolf Pack, baby. Yeah, dude. Uh, a lot more to come, and I'm starting to to plant the seeds this week, folks. Uh, so buckle up. It's it's about to be a lot of fun. Dominic, do you have the uh, the actual results from the event queued up? From funny story, as I st- as I hit broadcast, I left my phone over there, and so I still <clears> need to go look it up. But Marcus, in the meantime, why don't you catch some folks up to speed as to how they can engage with us and uh, follow us on the social media, at least with rewritten stuff on the social media. Yeah. So guys, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Marcus P D'Angelo. You can follow this podcast, uh, WCW rewritten at WCW rewritten. You can follow my slapdick brother, Dominic over there at Dominic D'Angelo. You can follow wrestlezone.com uh, at wrestlezone.com. Uh, go to WrestleZone.com for all of your wrestling news needs. And you can also follow our other podcast if you're an AEW fan. We also do two Dynamite Dudes with Attitude where we review uh, Dynamite every damn week. Every damn week. Marcus, what was the date of this Nitro? Uh, this Nitro was uh, February 23rd, 1998. February 23rd, 1998. Yeah, guys, if you have any questions or uh, want to just comment, uh Marcus, I don't think, even though it's Mother's Day, I don't think we're going to see a Judy Bagwell appearance, huh? No, you know, I think that Judy Bagwell's uh, time in WCW is going to be relegated to the real world, Dominic. I don't want her to have anything to do with uh, my version of WCW. I barely want Buff Bagwell to have anything to do with my version of WCW. (laughs) Hey, that's a fair point. Fair point. (laughs) All right. So this is what went down at the February 23rd, 1998 edition of WCW Nitro. Marcus. Where did it go down at? Do you know? I do not know. Tell me, Dominic. Well, wait a minute. If it was at the Cow Palace the night before, I'm going to say Salt Lake City. Oh, well, no. Too far off, Marcus. Yeah, uh, they were actually at the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. So, no. okay. Well, Don't throw away from San Francisco. Well, never mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So, this is what went down. There was a dark match. It was Donovan Morgan and Robert Thompson defeated Max Justice and Michael Modest. Marcus, do you remember Michael Modest from Beyond the Mat? I think he was in Beyond the Mat, right? I, rem- I remember the name Mike Modest, but that's all I got for you. Okay. And then Kurt Henning with Rick Rude versus Lex Luger ended in a no contest. Diamond Dallas Page, you, your WCW United States champion, defeated uh, former, Hammer. Former United States champion. He's been defeated by Brian Clark Dominic. Well, Mark Marcus, this is not in your universe. This is what uh, I, oh, okay. I thought, I thought you were saying my champion. Never mind. Go ahead. Hammer on. Ultimo Dragon defeated Kaz Hayashi. Uh, Chris Benoit versus Raven with Lodi, Riggs, and Sick Boy ended also in, ended in a no contest. Of course. Chris Jericho, uh, the Cruiserweight <laughs> champion, defeated Lenny Lane. Rick Steiner with Ted DiBiase defeated Vincent. Oh, man, I bet that was quite the squash. Saturn defeated Yuji Nagata. Wow, coming up here. Uh, the Yuji Nagata at this moment in time is very relevant. 
with Sonny Ono. Uh, Booker T defeated the Renegade to retain the WCW Television Championship. Marcus, are we going to see the Renegade in WCW? Now? You just might, Dominic. You just Mark, might. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. All right. Conan defeated Liz Mark Jr. Wow, I forgot about Liz Mark Jr. Marcus, your favorite tag team, Vicious and Delicious. Ugh. Defeated High Voltage. Uh, that's Kenny Chaos and Robbie Rage. <laughs> what two names that are? Vicious and Delicious versus High Voltage. How did Raw not beat them uh at least for that maybe they beat them during that hour i don't know <laughs> that particular segment yeah quarter hour eddie guerrero defeated disco inferno rick flair defeated brad armstrong why that probably was a damn good match mm-hmm. um brett hart defeated brian adams sting your wcw world heavyweight champion defeated scott hall by dq to retain his title so that was the main event of that nitro and scott hall getting them title shots how about that and that's what, what went down on WCW Nitro, February 25th, 1998. Marcus, 23rd. 23rd. Marcus, how did you rewrite this episode? All right, Dominic, here we go. Um, Nitro 22398. We kick off Nitro amid fireworks and Shivani yelling about how great Super Brawl was last night. He puts over the fact that Sting managed to retain the World Heavyweight Championship against Randy Savage, but also points out that the NWO secured the tag team titles when Scott Steiner turned on his brother. Speaking of the NWO, their music begins to play, and we see none other than Brian Clark emerge holding the U.S. title for our first match of the evening. Uh-oh. Clark's opponent tonight is none other than Van Hammer. <laughs> uh, this match is going to be a squash for pretty obvious reasons. I do not want Van Hammer in the ring for any longer than he has to be. Um, and we're going to see about five minutes of Clark just tearing Hammer limb from limb. Uh, after the match, he's going to grab the mic. Nobody in this trash heap of a company can stop the NWO, and nobody will ever be able to stop me. Week after week, WCW management makes me defend my U.S. title against pieces of trash like the one you just saw. And week after week, I plan on embarrassing each and every person you put in front of me. There is nobody in the entire wrestling industry who could ever hope to take this belt from around my waist. So you people better get used to seeing me as your U.S. champion for a long, long time. Just then, Goldberg's theme hits, and the crowd gives a huge pop. The man comes out in street gear and just stands at the top of the ramp looking down at Clark. The announcers go crazy and say that Goldberg seems to think that Brian Clark is next. We go to our first commercial with Clark looking up at Goldberg apprehensively. Yeah, Mark, isn't this a little too uh, soon to put the – if you're just trying to get uh, Clark over here as the United States champion, you're already yeah, – why, why, why don't you just settle the fuck down? Hey, listen, I'm, I'm here to be the voice of reason here, to, to be your soundboard. And- yeah, well, well, so Dominic, Brian Clark is going to be a classic heel in this angle, and he's going to evade Goldberg there. Are you happy? You gave a spoiler away. Well, Mark, you, you put me you on the spot. Been, hey, trust me, but you – you are a coward in your own confidence, and you betrayed your confidence. So, <laughs> not sure what you're saying, but we're on to the next segment. Uh, when we return, Runway Royalty are on their way to the ring in preparation for a match against Dominic High Voltage. Oh my God! So wrestle crap, here we come. Who await them in the ring? More of the same shtick here with photographers surrounding the ring, constantly snapping pics of the two models. 
this time around, the right is going to win by pinfall with his bridging German suplex. And the announcers were going to act disgusted by the tag team while photographers fill the ring and take pictures of them. Um, so I know that you had said last week that this has the possibility of turning into a wrestle crap angle, but I, I kind of don't care. Like it's just, it's such a fun, it's such a fun angle to me to just to pair Alex Wright and uh, no, they make, they make a good match, but right. Uh, just like this is kind of a, I don't know. Like I don't know if this would get over, especially with you think about the the landscape of 1998 and what people were into. Uh, or, uh, I, th- I think I think it's gonna work. Kevin Davis, thanks for joining us, man. We're doing well. Hope you're doing well too. Uh, all right. Up next, Chris Jericho will make his way to the ring, and he'll again be behaving like a bratty kid. When he gets there, he will demand a mic, and Penzer will hand it over. <laughs> Last night, all of my Jericho-holics got to see me lose another shot at my Cruiserweight Championship, and I didn't even get beat. That stupid idiot dragon guy blinded me, and then he got beat by that jerk, the Juice. Well, I'm here tonight on Monday Nitro, or Monday Night Jericho, to ask, nay, demand a singles match between myself and Hoovy tonight so I can win back my title under fair circumstances. J.J. Dillon comes out, and the announcers put over the idea that he doesn't much care for Chris Jericho. Chris, when I booked you in that ladder match, you were held to the same rules as both of the other competitors in the ring. That being the case, the way you lost the match was perfectly fair, and I see no reason to award you with a shot at the Cruiserweight Championship. Jericho starts a hissy fit. Hang on, hang on. That being said, I'm feeling in a generous mood, and I've decided that I'll give you a chance to earn a shot at that title on March 15th at Uncensored. You can have your shot at Juventud Guerrero and his title in a singles match. But first, next week, right here on Nitro, you have to get past Ultimo Dragon in a no-disqualification match. Oh. The crowd pops and Jericho protests. I thought that would make you happy. See you next week, Chris. And remember, no DQ means that everything is legal, even the red mist. JJ leaves and the camera comes back to Jericho in the ring. He turns around and immediately covers his face, but Dragon is not waiting behind him. (laughs) He looks all around and deems the setting safe but continues to look everywhere while he hurries to the backstage area and the announcers talk about the exciting match scheduled for next week. Just when Jericho reaches the top of the ramp, he opens the curtain and immediately gets the red mist from the dragon who is waiting for him there. The announcers laugh at Jericho's expense and we go to a break. Uh, I feel like this is this is one of my favorite things <laughs> that I'm doing right now. <laughs> Just Jericho constantly getting the red mist. So uh, it might yeah, buckle in. We'll it's see very much it. like uh, Spinal Tap where their drummer keeps dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or exploding, I think. Just like picturing Jericho selling it is like is enough to make me want to do it for months. But I'm probably not going to string it out that long. <laughs> All right. When we get back, the NWO music is playing and Scott Steiner comes to the ring, joined by Hollywood Hogan, Eric Bischoff, Buff Bagwell, and the new tag team champions, Scott Norton and Brian Adams. Steiner is in full Big Papa Pump gear, complete with bleached hair and goatee. Waiting for him in the ring is poor Disco Inferno, Uh-oh. who looks like he might shit himself as the crew comes to the ring. Disco fever, indeed. <laughs> um, I want this match to last for a fair amount of time, with Scott Steiner just completely dismantling Disco the entire time. And like about midway through, I want this to be like a 10-minute match, and about midway through, like five minutes in, I want the announcers to start saying, like, okay, Scott needs to just put Disco away, put him out of his misery, it's enough. Um, but instead, Steiner's just going to continue to beat the shit out of Disco, and the announcers will like increasingly cringe at the cruelty being inflicted in the ring. Finally, Steiner is going to lock the unconscious Disco in the recliner, and the ref will just instantly call for the bell. 
Scott will, of course, refuse to break the hold. And when the ref tries to pull him off, the rest of the NWO is going to hit the ring and throw the ref out. With Scott still applying the recliner, Bischoff will hold the mic for Hogan. The dominance you saw tonight and last night is just the tip of the iceberg, brother. Dude, this man, Scott Steiner, the genetic freak, saw that the NWO was about to take over wrestling again, and he wasn't about to miss that gravy train. Now he's with us for life, and he's the shiniest jewel in the crown for the best group in the history of wrestling. Also, last night, these men, Norton and Adams, became tag team champions, and yours truly, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, put DDP in his place, brother. The night was almost perfect, except that dirty, disgusting embarrassment of a champion, Sting, cheated to defeat my friend, the macho man Randy Savage. Well, Savage, take the week to recover, brother, because I know that you'll be back better than ever. But you people here tonight can bet that I'm far from done with Sting. I think I've done enough to earn myself a shot at that title, wouldn't you say, Easy? Bischoff nods enthusiastically. And when the man in charge, Eric Bischoff, says I deserve a shot at my belt, you can bet I'm going to get it. Sting, if you've got the guts, I want you at Uncensored on March 15th. I'm going to get back the NWO World Heavyweight Championship and reestablish us as the top of the food chain in wrestling. Because the NWO is just too sweet. And when you're with the NWO, you're with it for, for life. Yeah, Hogan yeah. loved loved sound bites, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the NWO music hits, and, and Scott Steiner finally releases the hold. So he was like holding on, the, on, the, whole time? the entire time that Hogan's doing the promo. Disco definitely did poop himself. And, uh, much like that story about Steven Seagal getting, <laughs> getting choked With out. Gene LaBelle. <laughs> and then shitting his pants. Uh, I think we can all assume that that happened to Disco. Um, and so Scott is just going to stand up and do his big pop of pump flexing as we uh, finish the segment. I can't believe we held on to it for that long. Damn. Yeah, the entire time, Dominic trying to murder Disco Inferno. What the fuck's that guy's Doug Dillinger would have stopped that. Oh, you think Doug Dillinger is going to get his old ass in the ring when there's I, all those savages in there? You're Doug Dillinger, okay? And uh, that includes Scott Steiner. Oh, my God. Scott Steiner may have literally ripped him in half if he got <laughs> in the ring. He was he was all juiced up, dude. He was ready to fucking kill anybody who got in there. <laughs> um, we head backstage where a limo, hey, uh, Drip Skylark. I've never caught one of these. Pretty good so far. Thanks, man. And Nate Johnson before said, the juice. The juice. Dude, the juice. The juice is loose in my version of WCW. He's the cruiserweight champion, and he is rolling. He is squirting and flipping. Disgusting. Uh, we head backstage where a limo has pulled up and out. First comes the Nature Boy, followed by Dusty Rhodes, Arn Anderson, Stephen Regal, Dean Malenko, and Tully Blanchard. Zabisco is at the announce desk, but he puts them over as the best group in pro wrestling and says that even though he's ready to call it quits on his career as an in-ring performer, he'll always be part of this group, and those men are his brothers. He tells us that when we return from the break, he happens to know that these men have something that they want to say. Mm. Mark, that's a lot of men in a faction. I will, I will say that. What's up? That's a lot of men in a faction right now. I'll well, Arn Anderson is like the pseudo like manager. Like so. JJ Dillon. He's kind of like the JJ Dillon. Exactly. So suck on that, Dom. Okay. Uh, last night, you, oh, uh, when we return, Rick, Rick Flair has the mic. Last night, you got just a taste of what we are capable of as a group. Last we, night, <laughs> not the taste. Maybe I need to forward all of Rick Flair's uh, stuff. I think that's what you need to do. Can you do that actually? Because I will read lines. I'll do it. Yeah. Well, hell, okay. let's, yeah. Let's make it fun. I don't care. Okay. Maybe one day actual Rick will get on here and read my stuff. How hilarious would that be? Dude, that would be unbelievable. My word. Um, 
We last night, uh, we, you got just a taste of what, of what we're capable of as a group. We dismantled the Wolf Pack in every contest last night, and we did it by turning their own game on them. If they want to play the numbers game, we'll match them man for man and beat them every time because we are the best in the damn world at what we do. That's why here tonight and from now on, you can refer to this group of classic old school wrestlers by a name that fits us best. We are the gold standard. Dusty Road, huh? It's pretty good. Doesn't it seem like a uh, like a Ric Flair name? Something yeah, like Flair, Flair for the gold. For the gold. Oh, yeah. you owe me a fucking coat. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes gets on the mic next. You know, last night. I'm not. Yeah, yes, yes, daddy. <laughs> um, you know, last night Six came back to join his buddies in the Wolf Pack, and he got a little surprised when he found out that these old dogs still have some tricks up their sleeves. In case you didn't notice, while you were away, Sean Waltman, there are some changes here in the WCW. Morgan, this is just a missed opportunity to use the Dusty voice. I don't get why you're just reading it straight up like this. You know, I don't. I would prefer to do no impression than do a bad impression. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we can get Bruce Pritchard on this to do his incredible Dusty Rhodes impression. Um, uh, but uh, while you were away, Sean Waltman, there were some changes here in WCW. You and your friends can't push anybody around anymore because the gold standard is now in full control. Tully is next with Dean by his side. Kurt Hennig and Conan, you needed to have that lesson taught to you for a long time ago, and Dean and me were happy to be the two to deliver the message. Next time you want to talk legacy in professional wrestling, Kurt, you better think back and remember the beating you took when, out of nowhere, every member of the Wolf Pack is swarming the ring. Hall goes after Flair while Six attacks Dusty from behind. Conan and Kurt have baseball bats, and Kurt takes out Tully's legs while Conan does the same to Dean. Arn Anderson tries to help Flair, but Rick Root is there to low blow him and drop him to the mat. Kevin Nash, in the meantime, has pulled Regal, Regal out of the ring and has been kicking his ass. Nash pulls a table out from under the ring, and we go to commercial with Nash powerbombing Regal through the table. This sounds like a mafia hit, Daddy. <laughs> just like a mafia hit. They pull me out of the car, just uh, whooping on me like a crazy. Yeah, that was a decent Dusty impression, I think. On me or you? Uh, it was mine. Mine was better. Um, all right, we return for hour two, and the gold standard members are still in the ring, beat up and being attended to by medical staff. Regal, in particular, is barely conscious as he's helped to the back by Ric Flair and Arne Anderson. Rick, I'm picturing, of course, his juice for this segment. Um, <laughs> all in his matted bleached hair. <laughs> Zabisco is checking on Tully and the announcer, and the announcers, now joined by Heenan, are somber as they disparage the cowardly attack from the Wolf Pack. Tony tells us that we'll return to action when the situation is cleaned up. After a quick merch promo, we are officially back for the second hour of Nitro. Coming to the ring now is Booker T, who is joined by Lex Luger. Booker T is defending his TV title tonight against the Renegade. Oh, the jig is up. How about that? Uh, Booker will obviously win this match, and he's just going to show out against the Renegade. After the match, Luger is going to join Booker in the ring, and he'll have a mic in his hand. Last night, Booker and I were not able to get the job done against those two maniacs from the flock, Raven and Canyon. Well, I, for one, am am about sick and tired of looking over my shoulder, wondering when it's going to be my turn to get burned by these psychopaths. If you think Booker T and I are going to run, you guys have another thing coming. Because as much as you misfits might want to take over the wrestling business, it belongs to us, and it belongs to these great fans here in WCW. Woo! (laughs) Uh, Booker is next. Chris Canyon, 
I, I'm not going to do a Booker impression. I think <laughs> hey, you beat that. You've got to give yeah. me these lines, Marcus. Yeah, I think that I need to just give you all the lines. Chris Canyon, last night you pinned the TV champion. <laughs> Nate, real quick, says Boo Luger with a mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Canyon, last night you pinned the TV champion's shoulders to the mat. Well, you might have done it with some help. I still recognize that you're a worthy opponent in the ring and someone I don't take lightly. That's why, Canyon, I want to offer you an opportunity. I want you to come try to take this belt from Booker T. Next week, I want the first in a best of three series for this belt. If you can pin my shoulders to the mat two more times, this belt is yours. But if you can't, I want you and your crew your crew of, I, it's supposed to be losers, but I accidentally typed lovers. Whoa, you and your crew of lovers. Of what a plot twist. <laughs> what a plot twist. <laughs> I want you and your crew plot, of losers wow. out of this company. The, the crowd an orgy now? I guess so. Uh, the crowd pops for Booker, but they pop even louder when the flock makes their way to the ring through the crowd. They surround the ring, and Canyon is shown flicking his lighter open and closed. Saturn is the only member of the flock who comes down the ramp, and he has a can of gasoline with him. Booker and Lex are back-to-back in the ring, ready to fight to the bitter end. The crowd pops again when DDP comes running from the back. By the time Saturn turns to notice, it's too late. He gets caught with a hellacious diamond cutter. Yeah, out of nowhere. A brawl breaks out, and the outnumbered page, Booker, and Lex start to show some wear. When suddenly, the save comes. Dominic, Steve Mongo McMichael makes his return to the ring. <laughs> he doesn't do the same way. Yeah. <laughs> makes his return to the ring for the first time since being burned by Canyon and Raven. Mongo helps to even the odds, and the flock winds up uh, uh, taking a powder through the crowd. Mark, I think, real quick, I think Mongo needs an eye patch right now. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what. What a ready-made, what a ready-made feud between he and uh, Riggs. he and Riggs. Damn it, missed opportunity. No, it's not there, Marcus. This is oh, that is. Ago. You know what? I actually did write that. Mongo has an eye patch on. <laughs> wow, funny story. <laughs> it so happens that he has an eye patch. On. Yeah, it's funny. You should mention. Wow, Dominic, you are no Shadamus right here. All right, so he does have an eye patch. Okay, Thanks. yeah, baby. <laughs> good idea, Dom. See, right. and by the way, folks, uh, if you are listening to this ever and you make a good recommendation live during Bro, the show, I'll throw it the in there. I'll throw it in there. I don't give a fuck. Uh, DDP picks up the prone body of Saturn and he throws him over the guardrail, telling him to run off with his tail between his legs like his, his other buddies. We head to a commercial. Mm, I'm liking this. I'm liking it. Mongo, DDP, Booker, Lex, man, against hey, the man. flock. Hey, man, we need numbers to stop the flock. I know you can't trust them. they have weird orgies. I'm only thinking of Lodi now as the, like the gimp of the group now. Oh man. He's the oil guy. Oh golly. <laughs> <laughs> when we return, Eddie Guerrero is out next. He is looking unbelievably pleased with himself and the announcers give him credit because his team did defeat the heart dungeon last night at Super Bowl. Uh, Eddie's opponent is none other than Yuji Nagata. And Yuji comes out to the ring with the announcers putting him over as one of the best in the world. So I did. Look, I, I mentioned when we started this podcast that I'm going to look at the cards to see who was available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw a Renegade and Yuji Nagata both there. And I was like, fuck it, throw them both in there. Okay. Um, uh, by the way, I want to give this match like 30 minutes. Um, Wait, Yuji Nagata versus? Versus Eddie. Oh, my. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it seems crazy to me to not let these two absolute masters just go to work. Um, and also, this is this is something that's really going to get Eddie over as the phenom that he was in the ring. 
uh, on the way to the biggest feud of his entire career. So like if, if somebody's going to make Eddie look good, if somebody's going to put a little extra polish on Eddie, I mean, who better than an incredible worker like Yuji Nagata? Um, Eddie will, of course, win, but Yuji doesn't leave this match with without getting himself over to at least a degree. I'm not done with Yuji Nagata in my version of WCW. Hey, nice. Neither is AAW or at New Japan at this moment. Nor should they be, dude. He's, he still looks like a beast. Yeah. After the match. We'll talk more about that on the Two Dynamite Dudes. Yeah, attitude. check out Two Dynamite Dudes with Attitude. Uh, after the match, Eddie has the mic. Bret Hart. Last night, you tasted your first loss in WCW at the hands of Los Latinos. The announcers point out that Brett was not pinned by Eddie Guerrero um, and was, in fact, beating the shit out of Eddie Guerrero uh, when the pinfall took place. I think it's safe to say that we can go ahead and put this thing to bed as Eddie Guerrero has finally proven himself as a superior athlete, wrestler, and man when it comes to the, the debate of him and Bret Hart. Just then, Brett's music plays, and the hitman comes out with Bulldog and Neidhart, all of them wearing their Heart Foundation leather jackets. Guerrero, I Heart Dungeon leather jackets, correct? Uh, pardon me. Yes. Uh, Tommy Player is asked, "Will King of the Ring return?" Um, uh, that is a WWF thing, right? But uh, maybe I don't know. I, I love tournaments, so you can expect some tournaments. Marcus, this is a, what did we do on WCW Revenge? Oh, dude, we were we were big tournament guys. Um, well, believe me, man. There's I I can think of one specific tournament that's coming up about midway through the year here, uh, and it's going to be a doozy. And I've got some crazy participants in it. Um, I think that this is when I do this tournament. Not to give too much away, when I do this tournament about midway through the year, it is going to be like uh, nobody can will be able to predict who's going to win this thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Guerrero, I think I can speak on behalf of everyone here tonight when I say shut the hell up, Big Pop. Uh, you, spend all, you spent all of last night tagging out every time I got in the ring so you wouldn't have to face the music. If you're really half the man you say you are, why don't you put your money where your mouth is? Why don't you step into the ring one-on-one -on -one against the excellence of execution? Eddie is smirking at Brett. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What exactly makes you think that you deserve to be in the ring with the greatest wrestler on the face of the planet, Brett? When you came to WCW, you said you were willing to start at the bottom of the roster and work your way up to get a shot at the big gold belt. Well, as far as I'm concerned, you still have a lot of work to do before you earn the right to step into the ring with me. If you want a piece of me, Brett, you better be willing to go through Los Latinos. In fact, how about we start next week? How about you step into the ring with Hector Garza? Maybe if you can pull out pull out a victory against the hottest rising star in WCW, maybe then, maybe I'll throw you another bone. Brett shakes his head in disgust. All right, Eddie, if you want to hide behind your crew, I guess there's nothing left for me to do but to kick every single one of their butts until I get my hands on you. I'll see your buddy Garza in the ring next week, and you better tell him to bring his working boots. Brett's theme plays, and he and the Hard Dungeon head out as Eddie scowls at him, and we head to our final commercial before the main event. Mm. Uh, all right, what else do we have here? Uh, I miss the King of the Ring from the olden days, says Nate Johnson. Yeah, yep. dude, those those old King of the Ring tournaments, I remember watching the one, I think it's the one that uh, Owen Hart won, actually, uh, the final with him and Razor Ramon. Uh, man, that was a great tournament. Yeah. Heck, I remember like being invested up until like... I mean, yeah, Rock and Shamrock in that catering tournament. Um, there's also Billy Gunn. Um, Edge, ultimately, didn't he win King of the Ring once? 
I uh, think so. I think uh, Tommy must be intrigued by WWE at this point because he's mentioning will Raw go old school too? But when um, that's like yeah, so uh, SmackDown had old school SmackDown this past Friday, so I think that's kind of what he's referring to. Did, did you watch old school SmackDown, Dom? No, I heard they had a CGI fist though, which is kind of dumb. Yeah, why not just break out the fist? They still have it at the oh, warehouse. Yeah, you know, it's not that hard. Uh, uh, did any did any celebrities make any appearances like uh, former wrestlers or whatever? Uh, I know Teddy Long was there. I'm sure he made maybe a tag match. Um, hmm. Other than that, I don't think uh, anybody too special made it. Ted DiBiase's been on NXT. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Michael Campos is Nick not with WrestleZone <laughs> anymore. Sorry to be off subject. That's got to be uh, Nick Hausman. He's referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's not with us anymore. Although he did bring me in here to WrestleZone. So how about that? Yeah, Dominic was uh, was one of Nick's hires. Yep. Oh, unless you're talking about Nick Patrick, the crooked referee from WCW, right? Is, is that a picture of him in the lower right-hand corner here, Dominic? No, that is Mark Curtis from Brian Hildebrand. From oh, Pittsburgh. what a, what am I thinking? That is Brian Hildebrand. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to shut my damn mouth. Uh, all right, all right, Dominic. Uh, the main event is here, and we have the new tag team champions. Scott Norton and Brian Adams defending their belts against the faces of fear. We are running short on time due to allotting a big chunk to Eddie Guerrero and Eugene Nagata, but uh, it was for a pretty good cause, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, this match will be short. Just when it seems Norton is about to get the win as he's setting Ming up for the powerbomb while Adams beats up on the prone barbarian outside the ring, Sting drops from the rafters and nails Norton with a scorpion death drop, awarding the NWO a DQ victory. Adam sees what has happened, and he hits the ring, but Sting ducks his attack and flurries him with punches before hitting him with the Stinger Splash in the corner. With both members out cold, Sting grabs a mic. The crowd pops, and Shivani goes nuts, because we haven't heard Sting talk in, like, a year, year and a half, whatever it's been. Hogan, did I hear you say that you wanted to take a trip to the jungle? The crowd is electric. Well, you got it. If you want a piece of the Stinger at Uncensored, I'll give it to you. But you might want to think before you open your mouth, Hulk, because when you ask for something, you just might get it. You'll get your shot at Uncensored, but it's going to be while we're locked inside of a steel cage. Again, huge pop, and the announcers go wild. You should have walked away when you had the chance, Hulk, because now there's no escape. We go off the air with a crowd chanting for the stinger. Ooh, well, well indeed. So, Dominic, uh, the, you gave me a, a little criticism for shoehorning a bunch of uh, exposition in, uh, for the last pay-per-view. So already I'm kind of starting to, to try to plant the seeds uh, in preparation for Uncensored here in a few weeks. Hey, you know, I got to keep you honest. And, uh, yeah, so what happened at the original Uncensored, too? Hey, this harkens a uh, little bit. There was a steel cage match at Uncensored in 98, and it did involve Hulk Hogan, right? But not the world title and not sting who oh he wrestled macho man uh -huh, and still that's came. right that's right i forgot about that oh you so you're just saying this is uh all coincidence oh, it is coincidence. it is yeah oh, um i just idiot. i i always envisioned uh hulk hogan and sting having a blow off in a uh, steel cage in my version of wcw so yeah that, that's where it came from okay yeah Maybe it's about time for that. these two to stop wrestling each other uh so i'm i'm ready to uh to blow it off here you're just interrupting me because i'm trying to bust your balls and saying that you're copying off of oh okay well yeah. sorry dominic please by all means yeah i already said it you, you ruined the moment 
<laughs> hey guys, we got we got more flashback NXT from the eighties. Um, and Michael's saying no. I don't know. I'd be interested. Like no, it's Michael's now. saying not nah, because I asked if he was referring to Nick Patrick. Oh, okay. I thought it was, he was saying like, no, no NXT from the eighties. I don't know, man. Like the old school, like, well, it was like that rainbow colored, like light up entrance uh, from WWF in the eighties. Main event. Oh no, no. You're talking about raw. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It'd be sweet to see something like that in uh, NXT. Cause they already did in your house, which is cool. I think they did Halloween havoc, which is cool. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, let's make NXT like the, the old school one. Honestly, I've never watched NXT. And the only thing that would make me do it is if they continue to do cool shit like that. Margaret, you never watched one episode of NXT at all. Like ever. Never. Like, Uh, you know what? That's not true. Back in like 20, 14 or 2015 i watched one of their pay-per-views so like yeah like finn balor maybe was there. i watched i watched because kevin nash was on it and because uh cesaro was taking on Sami Zayn. oh okay that was good stuff uh dude Sami Zayn did this like dive like basically through the ropes but from oh, yeah. the outside he did this dive through and cesaro just caught him with this uh european uppercut and i was like cesaro is the best wrestler on the face of the planet <laughs> It just sealed it for me. Dude, that yeah, Sammy did that spot a lot. I don't know if he still does that because I don't watch SmackDown consistently, but still good stuff. Dude, uh, so let me say, you know, and here we'll I'll give another spoiler for this podcast. Down the road, Claudio Castanogli is going to be available. And what? he and he's going to come to WCW in my version. So you oh. you guys have got a spoiler there. Wow. That's yep. Cool. Yep. Hmm. So hey hey just just think about all the other people that that were available for an extended period of time during like ROH runs etc. Um, so just just think about the possibilities you know when we get to around what 2007 2008 somewhere in there. Wow, you were you're going that long. We were playing that long ahead. I hope so. I hope like, I can. You're like Gato from fucking New Japan. <laughs> you know, I feel like the wrestling business hits a real lull around like 2001, 2002, where it starts to just get boring and repetitive. That's uh-huh. probably because uh, WCW went out of business. But like it was it was a rough period of time in pro wrestling for me. So hopefully I can spice it up a little bit. I can't wait to see uh, Claudio Castanoli take on uh, one of the young dragons. Sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Or, uh, or, you know, how about, uh, little Claudio versus, uh, Brian Danielson? Mm, what? Mm-hmm. All right. We, we got a ways to go. We're, I'm really forecasting, but, uh, all right, guys. Uh, we appreciate you joining us here on, uh, WCW rewritten again, please follow WCW rewritten at WCW rewritten on Twitter. Follow me. Five new followers, like just right off the bat here today. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, dude, I think we're doing something right. Uh, I'm I'm loving doing this. I think everybody else everybody else seems to be so. You know, like I said, as long as there's uh, maintained interest, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, the the one guy who created an account on Twitter for uh, WCW rewritten, I think he's just what is his handle? I think he's it's just WCW rewritten fan. I think that's it. Yeah. He's been sending me some really cool ideas for like uh, his own WCW slash NWA crossover. And I was like, I've, I've been trying to convince him like, dude, start a blog, start a podcast, do something because like he's got all these great ideas. And I'm like, look, I'm not the only one who's doing this. And I, I think that there's plenty of other opportunities and I don't mind sharing the spotlight a little bit. If this, if this dude starts a podcast, I'll plug it on this podcast. Like I, it's, it's fun to go back and rebook. Marcus, you're like Chris Jericho today, putting other people over. How's that? Hey man, uh, man of the people, Dominic. You're you're the people's booker, uh, the powers, peoples that be. 
whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus P. D'Angelo. Dominic, how do they follow you, WrestleZone, and at 2 dudes. There, I gave that one away. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominic D'Angelo. You can follow WrestleZone on Twitter at WrestleZone.com. Follow 2 dudes. That's our AEW-specific podcast, which we just uh, did. Was it two days ago or was it last night, Marcus? It was last night, wasn't it? What? Two Dynamite Dudes? No, that was Friday. Friday? What is today? Sunday? Yeah, dude. What is going on with you? Oh, it's Mother's Day. Uh, uh, well, I work at Whole Foods, so my schedule is not consistent on what days I work. So I, they all just run together. Me. Seems like a weird excuse to not know the fucking date. But I go know. ahead. But uh, yes, follow Two Dynamite Dudes at Two Dynamite Dudes. And um, go to WrestleZone.com. But go to WrestleZone.com on Twitter. And then go to WrestleZone.com for all your wrestling news needs. God damn. Nate Johnson. Yo, Cesaro versus Canyon versus Eddie. Uh, boy, that would be something. That would be quite something. Great googly moogly. Yeah. Possibilities. Uh, I got to do a little Claudio Castanogli research. I'm not sure when he became active uh, in big promotions. I also want to be realistic. Like, I don't want to say like, oh, okay, so Claudio started wrestling in like, let's say 2001. Oh, okay, he started wrestling in 2001. So come on into WCW. I want to be like realistic where it's well, like what maybe. still like in Europe? <laughs> right. I, I want it to be like he started wrestling for ROH and WCW noticed him after like a year or a couple months. Uh, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm going to make efforts to be realistic. So I don't I don't know that uh, Canyon and Eddie are going to still be with us uh, by the time I bring in Cesaro. But you can bet that uh, there's going to be some incredible angles whenever I finally bring him in. Yeah, Marcus, I don't know. Claudio could be way down the road here. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I might wait until he signed with WWE. So that was what, like 2010, 2011, 2012, somewhere in there? Man, yeah, you'll have to make quite a bit of adjustments if we're going that far <laughs> i'm i mean i'm i'm hoping to yeah. uh you know if if we if there continues to be a demand for this podcast i, I won't stop keep it rolling man keep it rolling though. the possibilities yeah. could be endless yeah who knows dom might just quit next week we'll see <laughs> well, you know what, Marcus? i mean i hate to say it but uh hey we're out of time uh the tape machines are rolling guys we'll see you next week right here on wcw rewritten thank you to everybody for joining us Uh, Thanks for all your comments, questions, concerns, uh, and keep them coming, man. We love you guys. Thanks for joining. A lot of fun. Thanks, guys.